welcome to What the Tech Podcast, where we talk about tech and tech news. <laughs> um, I'm Sam. I'm Rick. I'm Anders. I'm Marlon. All right, so... Uh, I don't know what... <laughs> so and this is our first podcast. Uh... Tech news. Okay, we're going to go to some tech news. And what I have for tech news, this is Anders speaking, by the way. The Durs. I have, what do you guys think? Tesla will start selling solar power products at 800 Home Depot stores. 800. Tesla is leaking out of the car market. Leaking. <laughs> well, they're going into promoting and selling solar panels and power wall batteries. What the that's, hell is a power wall inter- battery? Yeah, that's interesting. So, the, yeah, what, what is the is power wall is like their it's their power wall. It's it's a large oh, battery okay. like probably like, like charging your charging car, oh, your cars like at your home and that's uh, I am not power wall. <laughs> No, it's nothing like it's that. not it's not like that. It's like charging, like at having like electric cars. Like obviously, they're promoting themselves. Honestly, they pretty much just get a Tesla, and then might as well just get a Powerwall battery while you're at it, so you can charge at home. Yeah, it's, it allows you to like keep the energy from the solar panels, so that you know you could use it at night. You charge your Powerwall, and then you mm-hmm. can use, yeah. There's gonna be apps you know. that go along with it, to, so you can see how much it's uh, charging and where you can send it to. Uh, to your home, Powerwall, uh, solar panel grids, your cars. This is some pretty like high tech stuff. Obviously, Tesla doesn't seem to disappoint. And they're sending it to Home Depot. Eight hundred yeah, so Home Depot locations. So I guess it, that no. I was gonna say like, does it have a price? No, it's free. No, I mean, well, <laughs> solar panel installation costs on average between ten thousand to thirty thousand dollars. Okay, so, so you know, it's everyone. not just for everyone. Uh, usually, I feel like Home Depot is you know. It's not the, it's, it's kind of more for like the middle class but like this these prices for this power wall doesn't seem like it's for the middle class people so i guess these this is for home depots in the states is that uh, is that correct or is there going to be any sold in canada does it say um so far it doesn't say but they're ch- they're testing it out right now um they're rolling out stores in south california and mm-hmm. they'll be adding uh las vegas nevada and orlando florida next week reports usa today makes sense if it's uh Solar panels. Um, Consumer Reports estimate that a 3,000-square-foot solar roof will cost $73,500. Okay, that's a lot. I feel like that's something that is, like, bigger than Home Depot. I know. That's why I'm surprised. But where else would you sell it? I mean, Tesla only has so many stores. And obviously, this isn't even for, like, I feel like they're targeting the wrong audience by putting this at, like, Home Depot. I wouldn't say that the people who shop at Home Depot are the wor- like the best environmentally friendly people ever. You want to be environmentally friendly, but you can't even afford to be this yeah. environmentally friendly. The the thing about like a solar powered roof, though, I mean, seventy three thousand dollars may seem a lot, but I mean, if your house is five hundred thousand and you slap on a seventy thousand dollars solar roof, think about like all the energy it'll generate. I'm not sure how much energy it will generate, but I can imagine it'll be quite a bit. And I think, I don't know, more developers should kind of be leaning towards the solar roof alternative, especially in like a sunny state like California. Yeah, I mean, I tend to agree with Marlon. Like you do see a payback, especially if you're a Tesla consumer, if you have the power wall, the car, the roof. I mean, you're saving, you're, you're not paying for any gas at that point. You're charging your Tesla car off your Tesla power wall, which is being charged by your solar panel, uh, solar powered roof. So, I mean, you know. And I think Home Depot is just a great vehicle to get it out. You know, there's just it's, not a lot of other consumer, like, they've driven everybody else out of business, you know. Um, like, they have eight, they're going to start, like, at 800. They're hoping to get to 800 Home Depot locations. And they do have approximately 2,200 stores nationally, I guess, in the U.S. And also, uh, President Trump administration announced a 30% tariff on imported panels last month. That's but, true. So that is true. And then, in part, Tesla plans to man- manufacture its panels within the U.S., which will make them exempt from the tariff. This is all coming from The Verge. Just letting <laughs> you guys know that this is not, this isn't me. I just want to be able to quote my sources here. You're not, you're not just making this up on no, the top No, I'm of your not head. making this up. This is legit. Yeah, that, this is too true to make up, okay? Yeah, we'll put them in a good position, though, with that tariff because most solar panels are manufactured in Southeast Asia, right? Yeah. So that tariff is going to make it too expensive for a lot of companies that are importing them. If Tesla's getting in on a domestic manufacturing market, you know, they're going to control a lot of the market. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just kind of going back onto like the people who are buying Tesla products probably will have Tesla already have like a Tesla car or be familiar with the brand. They're not just going to jump into it and already those people have money. So no matter where you're going to be selling a Tesla solar powered roof, 
people will come and buy it. Yeah, no, I agree. And I mean, if you look at a, a decent roof for, like you say, a mid-sized house anyways, I mean, you're fifteen, twenty, twenty-five thousand $25,000 easily, especially in the California market. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's not like it's completely uncompetitive on price. If you think that, I believe the way those are designed is they actually do replace the shingles, those solar panels, right? So you're actually getting a roof as well. When I was in San Francisco, this is two years ago, and I was talking to a guy, he said within like the actual city, not including the Bay Area and Oakland, but within San Francisco, the Tesla, um, like the Model 3, like the more mm-hmm. economical car that they were proposed, like they already had pre-orders and they sold out like within weeks. Yeah. So like in California, like Tesla is a very big and up and coming brand. Makes a lot of sense there too. And it's yeah. also, there's a lot more charging stations than say Winnipeg. Yeah, it makes it a lot sure. more convenient to open, 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 like own a Tesla car. Yeah, I feel like California is like the place to just like test things. You know, they they're all like open to change and like trying to be like environmentally friendly. They're more uh, they're like I know my um, aunt has a Tesla, and she lives wow. in California. No, she lives in Victoria, <laughs> British Columbia. Oh, obviously, well, another that's our, nice that's our California. Another that's, yeah, that's yeah. like Canada's our California. California. That is yeah. like a beautiful place to live. And it is a beautiful place to live, especially yeah. if, you, if you love like wildfires and natural disasters. <laughs> Victoria? That beautiful. No, Victoria's nice. <laughs> California. California's been plagued by all sorts of things. Yeah. It is, it is yeah. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I could see, like, obviously she has the money to have a Tesla. Like, I, I for sure, like, I feel like someone like that would be uh, for sure in the target market. If you already have a Tesla, you're used to their products. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I've never driven one, and obviously would eventually i think tesla eventually would like to become more um for the middle class and be able to like be kind of like the new honda or whatever just like make cars that are more and eventually they're they're working their way into that market right now it's kind of more exclusive just because the tech's new and obviously their cars are going to be a bit more expensive and like not everyone like in the city have like electric um yeah charging stations Um, everywhere well i read an article a couple of weeks ago and people in the city council were bringing up the fact that it is not a good idea because it's going to cost the city hundreds of thousands to like make these charging stations to begin with so i think there's a big thing around that just a whole starting it situation that's what's going to like postpone it from coming to this here yeah i think it'll be a while for winnipeg yeah but they're I not mean- really on it yet it's also a temperature thing. I mean, electric cars don't make as much sense in a place where you hit minus 40 because you you need still need to heat the car, right? And a lot of excess energy from an internal combustion engine is heat. So if you're using your battery power to heat your car, your mileage goes way, way down. So I, I think the technology will scale in places like California, Nevada, British Columbia, and it will be a while before we see it here. But, you know, that that's a good thing, right? If everybody's using different energy sources, that's really what we need to see a cleaner environment. I'm just wondering in Winnipeg, like, where would they even, like, put it? Like, is there any room? Like, obviously, I've seen, like, they have charging stations at the Forks. Well, and you, I can't even name, like, anywhere else where they have, like, any kind of, like, charging stations. I've seen them at a couple mall parking lots, like, really big malls, like Polo Park and stuff like that. But I, have, I haven't seen them anywhere else. I'm sure you'd find the space if it was a prayer. Yeah. Like, yeah. they have, obviously, like, the park in ride as part of their, like, green initiative for yeah. the city right now. But obviously, I think everyone wants to move in that electric car movement eventually. But, uh yeah, for sure. The minus 40 right now with the technology, electricity is just not possible with this car. And like, hopefully maybe electric power, they figure it out more and focus it and can get stronger and they can use it here in Winnipeg. What do, what do you guys think of like hydrogen powered cars? I mean, hydrogen seems like, I don't know, the way things, if if it could work, it would probably be the like best alternative. Well, they made the Ballard fuel cell, right? And that was the hydrogen powered car. But the thing with that fuel cell is that the way it works uh, you need platinum as a catalyst. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I because what you're doing is it, you're combining but... like hydrogen and oxygen um, in order to create the water, like the H2O molecule. So when you do that, you do get a release of energy, but you need a catalyst in order to make that happen. That's where there's there's a lot of scalability problems, and hydrogen also isn't that dense of an energy source. So in terms of like density, you need twice the size tank as like say gasoline or diesel to go the same distance. Hydrogen was proposed as being a good solution, but I think a lot of the companies moved away from it because of those issues. Um, and also just the issues with transporting uh, and storing liquid hydrogen. You know, it, it is more of a high explosive, so yeah. Makes sense. A stake on cars in Manitoba. So they're gonna uh, change the laws to allow for testing of self-driving cars 
in Manitoba. Interesting. Did you guys I, read about this? I have not read about it yet. That just scares me. Yeah. About self-driving cars? Yeah. Or driving I in general. I try ro- I trust robots more than no. Manitoba okay, drivers. Okay, I'm all <laughs> on the, like, <laughs> robots are eventually going to turn and, like, kill us all. So I'm just, like, not, you know, I'll drive my own car. I'm not into this whole, like, it'll do it for me. Like, what if, what if one day it's just, like, mm. <laughs> And then <laughs> drive off a cliff. I've seen, like, ads in movie theaters. I don't know if you, I don't know what car brand Lexus. does this. It's Lexus. And they're like, you know, get in this car before, the, and then they show, like, the guy in, like, a self-driving car, and he's just sitting yeah. there. It's like, it's Lexus. jump behind the wheel and, like, enjoy it before, like, you're not going to be driving cars. Yeah, well, and the, Tesla has some self-driving features, too. That sounds like that, a threat. <laughs> that Lexus commercial. Bit. They actually like, kind of uh, are. It got flack, though, because, like, it's not fully self-driving. Okay, you know what? Also, if I'm sitting in a car and I'm sitting in the front, what else am I going to be doing? Just, like sitting here like reading this. a book like it sounds that great. makes me car sick so what am i gonna be doing i don't reading know well you're gonna I nap making a podcast yeah. like okay you can make a you podcast know? i don't know a podcast it's, it's not that hard to drive it's I, not i don't so. know as someone who commutes in from st andrews rick probably knows this I yeah think the idea of a self-driving car on a long commute is kind of nice think you could do a lot on the commute home get some well, homework done and i mean I, I think the thing too is that like for people like you sam like no one's gonna force you to get a self-driving car and i think it will be a while before like your average car is self-driving one of the reasons they're changing the laws is just for testing. Like, let's say, you know, Walmart is testing semis that have self-driving capabilities. If they want to start testing them on, like, the number one highway from, say, Toronto to Calgary, and we don't have legislation allowing them to cross through Manitoba, then we kind of, you know, look a little backwards mm-hmm. saying, you know, we're not going to allow these self-driving cars to when yeah. everyone else is testing them. So, I mean, I think it's a good thing in that sense in that, you know, we need to move forward with the innovation. But again, like no one, no one's gonna force you to get a self-driving car. Like, I, I think that but our generation will probably be the last generation that's uncomfortable with it, to be honest. Yeah, and I think there'll be people from I our generation that always want to drive, and that there'll always be that feature available. I think that moving forward, it'll just become normal. We're gonna be like one of the last generations to drive cars, <laughs> is what you're saying. You know, or it's what you're possible. thinking. It's quite possible. I mean, that's what a lot of them are predicting. That's Who's gonna be thinking. like testing these cars, and like, wh- do you know where they're gonna be testing, or? Uh, they, they haven't really, you really know, said kinda. where they're going to be tested yet. I mean, I think, like I say, moving forward with the legislation, because right now it's illegal to have a car without a driver in control, right? Like, yeah. that is a law. You can't just have a, you know, it wasn't that they thought of self-driving cars. It's just when they made the law, they said, well, someone has to be responsible for this vehicle. Um, so they're changing it so that, yeah, they can allow for this testing. But I haven't heard any specifics yet. I know in, in like, the tar sands, like, out near Fort McMurray, uh, they're actually testing, like, the gigantic trucks uh as self-driving ones that haul all the rocks and stuff oh yeah i I think it's interesting i mean you know like my brother uh has his class one and is a semi-truck driver Mm -hmm. and you know i mean in terms of that like it is going to eliminate some jobs in the future in that industry you know but at the same time like while that is a decent paying job that people can can do it can be kind of a crappy job too i mean my brother has taken a, a job that pays less uh, in the city than long haul because he hated being on the road. He hated being away, you know, and, and he's had the old drivers kind of tell him that like, it's hard on your health sitting all the time. You know, like uh, there's not a lot of old truckers that you meet that are like, wow, trucking was the best thing that ever happened to me. So I, I think when, when we come up against like self-driving cars or automation, we have to look at the benefits. Like, yeah, it's eliminating jobs, but if we can retrain those people, a lot of the jobs that are being eliminated are jobs that really weren't that great to begin with. You know, driving yeah. a truck, sitting in a factory, riveting a car together. Like, does someone really want to sit in a factory and rivet a car together for 40 years of their life? Like, these robots are supposed to improve things. And and I think that's the side that I look at. And the people that are building them, I think that's the side that they see. I think it's not always the side that's seen by the general population. And that's what scares people. From what I've Absolutely. seen, like, I know I wouldn't want to be a truck driver just because... Like I'd want to be near like my family and friends and wouldn't wouldn't be the best being on the road. And yeah, like I have a similar, like my friend's dad was part of that uh, truck driving community. He liked how you have to like explore all of like North America. He was like everywhere, like Alaska, Mm -hmm. Florida, which Mm -hmm. is like amazing because obviously I haven't been to Alaska and I think that'd be a cool place to go. Definitely. But then he obviously missed his family like crazy. And then he was lucky enough that he got promoted into the in the industry because he stayed long enough and now he's like a manager at one of the trucking uh 
companies here in Winnipeg, and he's just uh, got a ni- nice cushy uh, desk job. Yeah, right. So, I mean, that's, you know, and, and like I say, not to say there isn't benefits. I mean, to go see the whole country drive around, and some people do enjoy it. Like I say, I, I think that we can benefit from these. So it, it will be interesting the first time a self-driving car gets into an accident and someone loses their life or something. There's going to be a big who, thing. Who will be at fault, yeah. Yeah. I, I actually watched, it's an interesting video on, like, robot ethics, and they actually have, mm-hmm. like, a program in cars. Mm-hmm. So, like, with a self-driving car, it could be approaching an intersection, and then it's about to get hit right. by a bus. Well, by a bus, and then it's yeah. going to sense it's going to know that this danger is coming and in an effort to save everyone in the car it might be forced to like essentially mount the curb and kill someone on the curb yeah i've, to I've get seen that. out of the way of the semi truck to save the passengers so there's a lot of ethics that need to be like thought of yeah because ultimately it is there is going to be a first time when a self-driving car kills someone but if you actually look at look on youtube right now like the tesla autopilot's already like saving a lot of people detecting accidents and at the same time, there's some videos of it behaving really weirdly. Like, you can't yeah. you can't trust it completely yet. No, but, I mean, the, one of the reasons they have pushed for it is because they do feel, although lives, you know, there'll always be people that die in cars. There'll be a lot less is is the thought when every car is automated because driving is one of the most dangerous things we do, right? Absolutely. And I think also with certain demographics, like I'm mainly speaking about old people, <laughs> I think it will be completely beneficial. Like if you go to Florida, uh, it's dangerous. Like, leaving the hotel mm-hmm. in florida is like well i'm going were, there on spring break so well, wish were, me luck buddy well specifically like orlando like it's like god's waiting room like literally every <laughs> oh single God. time every single time every single time you get on the freeway <laughs> you are at risk of some old person crashing into me like it's, it's god's waiting room oh, um i have a funny story Dangerous. about that but not That's tech related awesome. my grandma she wanted to get her license back at 60 or it was like 50 but she was like not good with driving but um so she went to take her test and she took it in uh, st anne's and her driver's instructor was like okay take a left and then she just kept going straight and he's like no take a left and then she's like no i didn't feel like it and then she drove him right out of the city and she's like okay you're not passing this <laughs> never got it never. she's like yeah i just didn't feel like turning and then she's like yeah we just drove to the city and i was like okay well, yeah that's you know i i think a lot of elderly could benefit from it too yeah. right like my grandpa just gave up his license because you know he is slowly he was driving less and less and then it was just during the day and then he said i don't feel comfortable anymore How and said so that's he? he's in his 70s yeah you know so i mean it was a really respectable thing for him to do but now you know him and my grandma don't have as much mobility as they used to with with self-driving cars or even like they live in a you know a senior's residence if the residents had a self-driving car that could take people around but don't they have handy transit know? or something like that oh yeah well i mean it's not like they're homebound yeah you know they they take the bus you know family members yeah. go and pick them up i mean you can take a lot of cabs for what it costs to maintain a car to be completely mm-hmm. honest too for the amount of times they go out but you know they, they take the take the handy transit to the casino yeah <laughs> classic that's her. yeah that's that's hang out the top uh, hang out <laughs> yeah. too much money they don't know what to do with it and, uh, oh no no they're very my grandma's like we only bring this much she's like some people they just go there and they spend so much she's like i take my 40 dollars, and when i'm done i'm done that's it rick i go to the buffet <laughs> I, I've, I've only been to the casino once like when i was 18 it is crazy and i won 40 dollars, and i never went back so uh, yeah i'm not a gambler <laughs> honestly I, I always tell people i have enough bad habits so you know <laughs> I always get, like, distracted by the lights. There's this one diamond game, and it glitters every time that you spin it, and it goes, it, like, makes glitter noises, and it's really enticing. (laughs) I, like, won $40, and I was like, but I want to see it sparkle again. This is, is like, a textbook gambling addict talking right here. It's just the sparkling. I've only only been there, like, twice, and I don't have any money, so I feel good about it, you know? Yeah, that's why. Yeah. The first step is to admit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I'll just go there with somebody else's money. Then yeah. I don't have to worry about it. Or maybe, maybe you could get a, a robot to gamble for you. Oh you God! Know? Then, then that, where's the fun that in that? Will, that will raise a new ethical question. Where's like, the fun oh, in you that? Send your robot to the casino. Bet your robot. Bet your robot. Your betting robot. Your bet bot. You're just sitting at home watching it gamble for you. And it predicts everything. That's that. I don't, that will raise some ethical concerns. Oh yeah. Casinos, casinos won't, like won't that. let them in. No. no. They counting. Maybe no. counting cards like nothing. Those. Robots. Yeah, yeah. I they thought counting definitely... cards was not illegal. 
Uh, is it illegal? Um, I don't. I don't. Counting know. cards is not technically illegal. I thought but it was like a glorified casinos thing. Casinos have the they have the right were, to like, essentially kick you out. For I any thought you were allowed to do it a little bit. Well, you just can't like you can't have like people will get little like computers or like different types of glasses contacts that allow them to like help count. So you can't That's have any not aids. Real. Yeah, it is. Are you serious? Contact yes. lenses that help you count. I don't know exactly how it works. <laughs> That's biohacking. That's biohacking. Yeah, biohacking. Yeah. <laughs> that is another episode of our podcast. Um, yeah. You guys are going to have to listen. No, but I thought it was cool. And I thought they were like, yeah, just do it a little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. If you're sitting there and you're smart enough to count cards, and I mean, they can't prove that you're cheating in any actual way, then yeah. But I mean, go try to count cards. Here's how. Here's Most a good Most e-commerce can't even do fractions. Like. <laughs> here's a good way to count cards and get away with it. You count the cards, and then when they come up to you, they say, are you counting cards? And you say no, and they're like, "The done, done." No, no, no. Like, and then you say, "What? We'll prove it." And they're like, "I'm like." And then you say, "Oh, ask me a math question." And then they ask you one, and you just answer it wrong. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, That's, exactly. I do. I like that. Yeah, I like that. So, Problem solved. All right, and now you're a just need to learn how to count cards. Yeah, now I need to know how to count. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes up to twenty-one. So I was digging around for some tech news, and I came across this story. It was kind of interesting. It's actually about people in Detroit building their own gorilla internet network across the city. Like, uh, what? Like what? with big monkeys, like gorillas? <laughs> no, like yeah. Uh, okay, so <laughs> sorry. About so no, 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 no worries. So like, no, they're the, just making another Planet of the Apes movie. <laughs> Robotic Planet of the Apes. So in, oh. in Detroit, the network is like, like the internet network is so bad because you have like city blocks where there's might be like 40 houses on the street and like only like 10 of them might be occupied. Yeah. And of those 10 houses, probably like eight of those 10 people are on social insurance of some sort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you actually have cell, like all the telecom companies giving pretty much little to no service. And you can actually like, look at a map. So like you'll have like a, a inner city block mm-hmm. right next to like a, a highway separating like a suburb. In the suburb, they'll have internet connections that's probably comparable to what we have here, if not better. Right. Yeah. But then in the inner city neighborhood, you'd actually have like an internet network. Sometimes you have like dead zones. Like, like internet deserts kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like an internet desert. And you have like dead zones within like inner city which is unheard of but it makes sense because detroit's a pretty big city yeah with a lot of vacant space it has so, a lot of economic issues yeah, yeah the haves and have nots in detroit for sure so yeah. how are they doing this so they're they're these really like community-based organizations that are driving around and they're setting up routers like at someone's house <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> and they wow, actually that's like, tech they they <laughs> What the tech? They they set routers like on the outside of people's houses. They're all like weather weatherproofed with like a cell dish, and then they'll like set it up, and then they'll set up little cell dishes on other houses that are in like range of this one router. Mm-hmm. Right. So this one router at this one house will send signals to three houses on the block. That's right. pretty smart. And then usually that wherever they first set up the router, it might be at like a church or like a like a house that people go to because they're in contact with people who live on the street right so then yeah you have people setting up these routers for free and they send out signals to other people who can't access internet normally so you're kind of creating places to, I don't know, people can go and do homework and whatever but yeah it's like an internet desert really yeah and they're setting up oasis yeah I, <laughs> yeah pretty much you I know, don't know I'm just looking those. at the ethics there you know uh, do these people know about these uh, routers coming up in their properties yeah no people had to sign up I for feel it. like they're you know yeah I was like what but I was like oh do they know they need to like trespassing yeah, like, they, they see the they, gorillas they, coming they can't, yeah they can't they can't be able to uh, pay for their internet <laughs> they had to sign a bunch of stuff but it's I don't know it's really cool and like everyone involved in the organization are like teaching kids how to build computers and teaching kids all these like kind of tech like even coding skills and they're all just like inner city youth essentially who's starting these that's awesome really yeah that's great giving back to the have-nots like so it, that they can be part of the new economy right like yeah it's like the people's internet without sounding <laughs> too much like a communist <laughs> no no well, well where are they getting the like is someone paying for the original connection then and yeah, then they're all yeah, piggybacking they, on that or yeah the, the, you know that's the other thing i was a little concerned about i watched the there's a little mini documentary and i wasn't yeah. as sure as to where how they how or where they get funding from yeah yeah it could be supported by non-profits and that's what i kind of got the gist of but okay I wasn't exactly too sure how they actually pay for this technology. A lot of it's repurposed. Yeah. And, yeah, you actually see a lot of these programs now, like in inner-city churches and stuff, that are actually teaching kids how to build computers and code and learning these, like, kind of technology-based skills that are helpful. That's excellent. Yeah. That's a really feel-good story. 
I like a that. little bit, yeah. In comparison to robot cars. In comparison to robot cars robot killing cars. people and making ethical decisions, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, it says here 40% yeah, forty of the city isn't offered good internet. Wow. I don't know what I would Whoa. do without the internet. Probably shrivel up and die. Yeah, and like some of the people were showing like how bad their connections were who have internet. Yeah. Yeah. Like LTE, and it's like dial up essentially. And can you even wow. have Sims without the internet? No. Oh my God. I don't, I don't think Sims. you can have Sims without you the can. internet. So Sam <laughs> would literally <laughs> shrivel up and literally. die. Literally. That's all. Yeah, I would die. I think it would be kind of cool, like, in the future. I think that also highlights the importance of, like, net neutrality and kind of, like, having freedom around Internet. Right. Because, I don't know, I think as we go ahead, you're going to see a lot of more, like, community-based and community-based, like, tech development of people kind of taking technology in their own hand using it to benefit their community. Well, it's definitely bringing the community together. That was sounds like it's very sparse. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like to say just, yeah. It, feels like, it sounds like it's just really uniting it, and they're, uh, they're kind of growing. Yeah, and imagine trying to do anything without internet, right? Like we couldn't we couldn't do this course without internet. I mean, my internet was down for a few hours the other day and I was like, what do I do? Like internet was down today. Well, the, the wireless. That, yeah, that I, was like, nuts. That, that's no. we're fairly privileged. The the wireless was down at that school. Was, it was, was utter panic in the panic. in the People atrium. Were around. No one could Fires print. were starting. They were was, screaming. I saw somebody with a broken leg in the hall. I saw someone with an axe. <laughs> yeah. I just walked by. I it was, was like Detroit almost. It was like <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> it was like inner city Detroit in the college today when the wireless went down. And then someone mentioned you could actually still just plug your LAN cable in. Um, yeah, people forget they actually have these cables. Yeah, I, they I were leave mine at home. They were a requirement. No, I bring it every day. I, I definitely was, bring. I was charging like five dollars a use. Oh my god. <laughs> that would be you, Durs. Like Sam used it, but I didn't get paid yet. So no. put Sam, it on my after tab. this yeah, after this podcast, Sam, you're gonna have to pay just it. Just put it on the tab. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they all say. <laughs> get you end of semester, I'll get you. <laughs> I can't pass until I pay you. What's the tech? So the main theme, robotics. Which, we, which we've kind of already been going over. Some. A little bit. Slightly. Yeah. Robotics. I oh, think yeah. The other day I uh, sat down with my grandparents and had a <laughs> cup of coffee, and then we were kind of, I don't know, they're, they're pretty, like, I'd say trendy old people. They, I don't know. What kind of clothes did your grandma wear? Um, she wears a lot of Half ponchos. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. And she has, like, really big, round, like, goofy art glasses. Okay, so I'm, I, uh, I understand, yeah, okay. I understand I'm, I'm completely what you're talking here, about yeah, now. Yeah. They're, like, really, like, old school, Wolseley old people. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, I can picture it. Already, like, both. You're already like, making more sense to me now, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're like old school Wolseley old people. Like really, they run their book club. My grandfather oh, wow. is a book a day type guy. Oh wow! And they're both retired English teachers. Also, a really oh. good resource in Creecom. No kidding. So you know, I sat down the other day and I was talking to them about what they thought of robots. What they thought I, of robots? And uh, I showed them a bunch <laughs> of like videos. Like it's, they, don't, they don't really know about robots, right? Like how old are they? They're in their seventies. I mean, oh, they're still, like, how are all of your grandparents so young? Decent young. Seventies? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they're in their seventies. My mom's like fifty. Your mom? Wait, how? My okay, I don't 50. even know how old you are. I'm 20. Okay, my mom's 52. Yeah. So I don't know why I freaked out, but yeah, now that I think about it, my grandparents are probably in their 80s. I really should keep better track of these things. <laughs> should visit them. I die well. My I'm grandma's 89. Mom. I don't have so. a lot of time. Wow. How old? 89. She had she had five kids, and my mom was the youngest. So. Okay. But yeah, my grandparents only had two kids. Really small family. Yeah. But we're close. Anyhow, I'm Anyways. getting sidetracked. Yeah, so I showed them a video about robots, and there was all these like really like unsettling clips of robots oh. moving around. And I showed them this other- Oh, like, is that the one where you like kick the robot? Yeah. Oh my God, and that's I, so funny. I showed them like this fake ad. See, this is yeah. why- Okay, wait. This okay. is why robots are going to like <laughs> attack us, because we're kicking them. We're pushing them downstairs. Yeah, they're going to revolt. It's yeah, exactly. Like, they're not into it. It's like, and then you, it's a meme now. They're like, oh, they probably know. They're like, oh, all right, these so guys are dicks. Well, that's <laughs> not at all how artificial intelligence works, but anyway. Anyway, this is and, how I'm understanding <laughs> well, it. Well, actually, that's a good thing. So that was intelligent intelligence. It's, it, well, it kind of leads into the other video. And then Skynet. I showed them this video is like this like fake, like robot, like rights, like video. It's like... <laughs> Basically, oh it showed like this, like all these like slow motion clips of these robots getting like abused and kicked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Played this like really sad emotional music, Aww. and it was like donate today to like help, <laughs> help help these robots in need. And my grandparents thought it was like kind of like, real for Aww. a second. Oh, they were actually really concerned. They were gonna donate. <laughs> 
that robots are getting this advanced, and then they realized it was a joke afterwards. So no, no, I had this little like little brief conversation <laughs> on like what they thought of robots as elderly people and how robots could benefit elderly people. So kind of talking yeah. about like robots and even in like home like home care, like looking after right. people. And they honestly they just thought yeah they just thought they're really good and they thought they're completely so they're pro robot yeah, you, definitely um, pro robot old people have you heard of i don't know where it is there's a hospital and they have a single robot taking care of an entire floor of people and it's just bringing all of this stuff like bringing their medicine and stuff like that and it's like interacting with them so that like nurses can take care of people who are like in critical condition and stuff like that Let's see that that makes sense to me no i agree and that's like, well we, yeah sorry go ahead Sam. no <laughs> well i mean i like with my grandma we have like a lot of problems with home care so i can see why that would be incredibly helpful like they're spread incredibly thin there's some people who have to travel across the city to like five people in a day and they can never get there like sometimes they don't even show up yeah. so i can so totally I'm, understand I'm that imagine a robot aid that's connected to a system who's in contact with a real human yeah and that person the robot aid would look after the yeah. old person until like an emergency and an emergency it could even send out a signal to 911 it doesn't even have to like make right. a call get them into the self-driving car yeah, send the them to the hospital <laughs> same we just won't need people altogether well, well even <laughs> oh sorry well, that's a, that's a, that's another discussion <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i think it is no but it, it, it is interesting i'm glad you brought that up just cuz i i understand where you're coming from sam but yeah like the healthcare robots are definitely a big part of what they're pushing for yeah. And like, if you look at Japanese culture, for whatever reason, robots in our culture and Western culture kind of became this scary thing with like sci-fi and Terminator movies. In Japan, they really see them as something that's going to help them going forward. And they're at the forefront of making these personal care, home care robots. So it's really interesting, Marlon, that your grandparents saw that kind of that potential right away. Obviously, they're very well-read people. Yeah, too well-read. They read too much. Actually, <laughs> I don't think you can read too much. Like every single time I come over, oh, Marlon, I've been reading this really good book. Uh. And they'll go into the synopsis. And, oh, man. <laughs> You'll have to let I'll, them know hear, about I'll, your synopsis, synopsis of your IPP project. I bet you best believe they proofread that. Hello, Asimo. Welcome, Mark. It's nice to meet you. I'm Asimo. Nice to meet you, too. I am deal like to introduce myself with sign language. <clears throat> A lot of problems for older people is loneliness, too. Mm-hmm. So you would want a robot that might be your companion somehow. Yeah. And, and you could speak to the robot, that's fine, and you could say what you want. Boy, I wish I had a beer, you know. But would the robot take that and think about it and go to the fridge and get you a beer? Yeah. You know? I think I think the technology's like almost there's a, there. There's a companion, you see, who will actually come and, you want a beer? Oh, here, just, I'll get one. We could take the place of, <laughs> I uh, did. take the place in, like in hospitals and whatever, or... People living in their own homes. If you had a, a something that monitored uh, something different, like if you <coughs> a person fell, that it registered it or where you were, and in it could room. assist like picking it, someone it, up. It could assist or notify somebody, or it could do things like go up stairs for you or, or follow you upstairs or monitor, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. Like no, it, it could assist for people. You know, taking up the like say say you're sit, say you're sitting in your chair, and you want you know in the hospital or whatever. Or even if you're at home and you have yeah. mobility issues. And you mm-hmm. want a blanket. You know, you're cold and uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Plus, I said about Betty. Marlon, get me <laughs> get my blanket. You could program them to be the names of your grandkids. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yep. Marlon brought me my blanket. Marlon put the coffee on. Mm-hmm. Well, I do that now. Yeah, but yeah. Did, did the little robot do that? Yeah. yeah, no. Could he go into the kitchen and get a lot of water? And... I think, it, honestly, I I think the technology is almost there. It would be really weird to see. Oh, I mean, they've got they've got these people, these these women that are the, the dynamic, they call them the dynamic dolls. Oh, you, you, know, can, sex, you can get sex robots. Yeah, sex robots, you know, and they smile. Hello, Marlon. Yeah, and they, they, and what you, can I do for you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they, you where pro- do you get pretty by these? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you can, uh, yeah, you can. You the can, morgue? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, you can, yeah, sex robots are a real thing. Yeah, but see, that's what I say. They're, they're fulfilling a, per, a, person's a purpose, need. a person's need. You so know? individual people have the very individual needs. Somebody wants a blanket, fine. But, and somebody wants me to cup of coffee. 
Mm-hmm. And that's why I see like a companion robot. Mm-hmm. Like I see Betty, for example. Mm-hmm. If she's stuck on one floor of her house, you know, she can't get up one or the other. Mm-hmm. So the robot would be there to assist to that too. Mm-hmm. So it, it'd have to be a pro- robot that can be programmed on very individual specific needs for a particular person. So one that Betty would want a robot that would be able to do something that Betty needs. And But we're here on one level, we want something that we need, you know. Okay, so another angle I wanted to discuss with you guys. Mm-hmm. So some people, I mean, robots generally are held in, I don't know, they're seen as pretty helpful. But what about weaponized robots? Because a lot of money being poured into robotics is funneled by military organizations. Well, I'm obviously terrified immediately. <laughs> so The Terminator. Yeah, well, goes that... rogue, kills people that it's not supposed to kill. Uh, so... Also, that's... <laughs> I, I feel like in more situations, that's not fair either. I mean, yeah. The ethics are complicated. Oh, it's fair yeah. in love and war. That's not fair. That's that's not true. There's the Geneva Conventions. You can't have spike pits and <laughs> that's nerve true. gas. Maybe Pungy. robots soon. Technically flamethrowers. Technically nukes. Well, all those things make sense because, I mean, those are pretty cruel. Nukes aren't banned by the Geneva Convention. Nukes? Nukes are not banned by the Geneva Convention, no. Interesting. I did not know that. This is news to me. Is that news to you, Anders? That's news. The benefit, I mean, one could say is that you could have robots replacing soldiers or helping soldiers on the battlefield, which will ultimately save lives. Potentially, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think there's already some robotics, like weaponized drones. It, well, you even know, bomb I, disposal so robots. Look at that's that. That's true. Saving, saving, like, there's already saved multiple people. They that's serve a true. purpose and they don't involve like endanger human life but at the same time like you have a bomb disposal robot soon i don't know i think you'll be able to see unmanned robots that are armed like that's what yeah and i think that's the ethical fear right is when humans lose the ability to make the decisions you know and that's what i don't agree with i think there should always be a human making the decisions when life and death is involved and to have automated killing machines is just very not something i want i don't know how i I, I don't feel like comfortable with that how is it going to know if like how's it not going to turn on somebody like how is it going to know who to target specifically that's the issue right yeah so there's actually a plane out right now called the x-47b it's an experimental american plane Mm -hmm. and it can actually take off and land completely done by the AI system on board. Okay, so a why pilot, don't we have self-driving pi- cars if we have a self-driving plane? You have a self. Well, it it, it flies. It's controlled by the pilot, but it also it can. The take American off and land. military Partially. budget's very yeah, it's, high. It's, it's like how a Ford can park itself. It's not driving the whole time. Yeah, but it could if it wanted to. Essentially, mm-hmm. it will. But it will really turn into a problem when that technology gets so advanced that it can actually launch weaponry exactly that's, right? that's the problem and that's that's what i'm saying and I've, I've seen videos on this like some of the the big people and big players involved have definitely cautioned against allowing artificial intelligence to make those decisions because those aren't decisions that these machines should be making no if, if you're going to kill people you should at least kill them yourself fair enough but and the thing is it's not it's raters um, we might have to leave that for another day. That discussion <laughs> in a military setting, there is in a military setting. It's not gonna. It's not gonna start like that. Of course, that's the no. thing. People, uh, people aren't even even thinking about that. They're just thinking about manning partially controlled no, I robots. Agree. But the thing is, it, again, it's a slippery slope because uh, once you yeah. man partially controlled robots, it'll only get. It'll only be so long till those robots and the technology exists that they will be unmanned. I agree. I mean, if you already look at it from the perspective of drones, I mean, you already have people far away, you know, manning these drones, you know, and and doing these strikes. And and when news organizations go in, they often find that a lot more civilians have been killed by these unmanned drones that are still controlled by people, where the strikes are still authorized by people. What happens when you have a drone just flying around deciding that's a terrorist or that's a terrorist? You're going to create more terrorists, right? Like everybody knows that that's, that's where terrorists come from is if you live somewhere you're the victim of a larger military force and what would you do you know if your whole family died in like a missile strike and the thing the thing about yeah why it causes like people to become terrorists is because they don't even see who killed them like they don't right it's not, it, it's, there's no human connection they just know the country that's behind it that's what i mean you know it's yeah. like like stark industries you know never <laughs> should have built those bombs <laughs> No. The uh, interesting no. thing about drones is... Right. <laughs> no, Marlon's still the, talking. Let the, him go. The interesting thing about drones is, I mean, you know this, that like the technology moves so fast. Mm-hmm. About 10 years ago, drones were just small little surveillance things yeah. simply used to 
look at people right. and spy on people yeah. and get information from people. <laughs> and within four years, they increased 10 times in size and were armed with hellfires. Yep. So yep. Predator <laughs> drones have hellfire missiles. And, and terrifying. It's, yeah, no, I mean, it's nice they're on our side um, yeah. currently. Uh, yeah. Currently, yeah. And yeah, you know. But, yeah. yeah, you have to feel for the people that, that are the victim of that. Like, yeah. you know, I, I was kind of joking earlier when I said if you're going to kill somebody, do it. But it's like you said, like the faceless, like at least if you have soldiers on the ground, you have people seeing the repercussions of what's happening. You know, as opposed to, to yeah, just, just killing from above. Like, it just seems so wrong to me. But... All, all killing is wrong to me, but that's... Thanks for clarifying there, <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's been a long week, okay? Somebody else take a topic. Anders, what was your... Uh, My topic now yeah. on robots, this is what I found. I think that, you know, this is a little more... Uh, we're going to tone it down here with the warfare and all the killing and stuff. This is actually, like, pretty cool, I think. Awesome. Um, Walmart stores will soon have robots roaming the aisles in 50 stores. It's a start. That sounds interesting. This is what they're going to do. So the retailer has been testing the robots in a small number of stores in Arkansas and California. Is now expanding the program and will have robots in 50 stores by the end of January. So I guess we're around now in Arkansas in California. So these robots, they can scan aisles for out-of-stock items and items that can put be put in the wrong place by customers, incorrect prices, and wrong or missing labels. Hey, so Anders, that's kind of lame. That's pretty cool. It's just a grocery bot. It's a grocery bot. It's pretty cool, but also I think that's at pretty the same cool. time, really? it raises the question that if this is effective, in 30 years, could you see those robots taking all grocery clerk jobs? Probably. Again. No, but like this is what happened. We'll like They want to have... Jobs. Yeah. They want to have give the free the people up so they can have better customer servants service. Service. <laughs> service. <laughs> service Hi, I work at Walmart. I'm your customer servant. Uh, I meant service, but it just came out wrong. No, much, no, I think you got it right. Yeah. They're pretty yeah. much servants. They're pretty much indentured. <laughs> yeah, um, what do these robots look like? Are they cute? No. <laughs> that, that's, that's the thing. No, if these like robots are like, uh, they look like trash cans. Like the, oh, so one they of them look has like a, Yeah, it's like a big like kind of square, and then it has like a huge like arm that is attached to it, and then obviously you can probably like go up and down to trash scan, scan the aisles. That sounds like, terrifying. Yeah, if it I doesn't look like appealing. Honestly, if I go to a store and I, I, I see that, I would just leave. It's creepy. Like it just literally as much looks- as I'm a supporter of robots, I don't like this idea at all. No, it's weird. It's not cool. <laughs> Durs, like that, like, let's go back start. to that, warbots. That looks weird. Oh. Like it just looks like a trash can with a big like kind of arm on yeah, it. That's like. not that scary. No, I'm not. And for when that. does this program start? I mean, it started, baby. Okay, oh, I huh. like I like going to the store and talking to the people who are stocking, stocking the shelves. But how often you really you, you do the... that? You go to the store and you talk to the people stocking the shelves. I talk to. I, I talk I I'm okay with talking with a lot of people. Yeah, I know, but what, yeah, but like, like when was the last time you were even in a Walmart? Okay, Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. For me, it was definitely Christmas, and I did talk to a very helpful employee and was glad he wasn't a robot. See, there Were there go. any robots there? Not that I know of. Maybe like, maybe that human mean, you talked to might have been a robot. I, I never thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't... Boom. I don't think he was. I don't think they'd build robots to look like that, but maybe. Walmart, you never know what kind of stuff they're going on. They got a lot of money. I, know, I like talking to the people, and also, if there's robots there, then where would all the old people work? Well, I mean, I think... Oh. <laughs> They'd be the, right? they just have a people, ton of greeters. They'd have like a hundred <laughs> greeters at the front door. I love the greeters too. People like greeters. don't like them, but I really like them. Really? Sometimes the greeters can be like rather miserable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, even though I'm like I'm the happy one. I'm like, hi, and they're like, oh hi. Sometimes it's like sometimes you walk in, they just like scowl at you. It's like you have a yeah because they work at Walmart. That's why. But it's like you have a a store of like forty employees, and you pick this guy out of all your employees to answer the door. (laughs) I would love to be a greeter. I love saying hi to people. It would be so much fun. Oh, it'd be a good job. Standing there for. 11.50 11.50 an hour for eight I mean, hours a day a sounds job, great. So like, I, I mean, they'd be like, sorry, you're too young. Before, what so kind I of work experience how, do you have? <laughs> I don't know how bad it is. You've never worked? I've never had a job before. Ever? I've never been employed by someone before. I own my own business, but I don't. I've never worked for anybody before. Interesting. Yeah. Well, this, this is news to me. This is news. This is breaking news here. Yeah. Breaking news. Not robot news. This should have been in the next regular segment, news. But that's yeah, cool. I've, I've never had a job. That's cool. Huh. I mean, I've I've like went to work with my dad, but okay, I don't take your kid to work day. That's what that's called. Yeah. <laughs> no. There's a yeah. day for that. No. That was one day. <laughs> if he needs help, he like brings me along, and I work for him. But that's it. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Huh. Cool. What kind of job is it? Uh, I do freelance videography. That's cool. That's sick, yeah. It's pretty lit. That's cool. (laughs) 
It's lit. Yeah, well, that's just what and I thought was pretty lit going on at uh, Walmart there. I don't know. You guys didn't really seem to. Okay, that's not. You know, I, I like it, Durs. I like it. And I mean, yeah, like if you have robots doing crappy jobs like scanning shelves, like you say, you can yeah, have like, people I don't that be can scanning shelves. Exactly. You can have more people standing there talking to Sam when she comes in. You <laughs> know, like her. people just employed <laughs> to talk to Sam. Like, yeah. What do you do here at Walmart? I talk to people and I maintain the robots. You know. I like talking. Uh, whatever. I like talking to the people who work at Walmart. Sam, I need to... It's part of, like, an authentic, like, shopping experience. The authentic Walmart experience? Yeah. Okay, what were you saying? No, I, <laughs> I think I, you're no, way no, too into okay. Walmart experiences. Whatever. I need to interject. You have an interesting robotic topic. Oh, yeah, okay. So, uh-huh. I, don't know, I don't know how to approach Long it without pause. it. It sounded like... <laughs> what, what other things might we use robots for? Okay, so, yeah, we already I'm going to bring group. up sex robots. <laughs> oh! Okay? But wow, wow. yes, it does. It sounds really funny. Uh huh. But um, really, it's funny. kind of like, like gotten to the point where I saw a video the other day of some man on like, <laughs> no, he was on no, he was on a talk show oh, and um, sorry. he brought his robot girlfriend. Right. And um, Hearts. he brought his robot girlfriend onto it was like a morning show or something like that, and he was talking about how there's AI in it. Where uh-huh. you can turn her on to family mode, and he actually makes it hang out with his kids, and that's it tells awful stories. But also get this that, <laughs> that he is truly Doctor Phil. No, this but seems like also his kids are going to be in therapy. It gets worse because he has a wife, and she's okay with it. Oh my god! So <laughs> I want to ask this question: um, Like, what if if everybody's just going to have a robot? I've not seen male robots, so I'm just going to say robot wife. Seems um, more like a, a man thing. Yeah. yeah, so... They make robot husbands, but... I've never seen one before. More popular with I the did, cat ladies. I did Google yes. it, but I've never seen it before. But, um, like... You what, have eight cats? A male robot husband oh might God. be right. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> but, um, so what? what is this going to do for, like, people having relationships in the future? Also, uh, what is this going to do for the population? Like, if you're just going to have a sex robot, then why are you are you going to have kids anymore? Like, what is... What's going to be, like, a family... Do people having kids? But, like, like what is going to be, like, for a family like, structure? This seems like a win-win to me. I don't... You know? Like, <laughs> well, the, the Earth's overpopulated, uh, so all these people that can't get girlfriends don't have kids. Artificial right? insemination. You know? But also, if what is this going to do for like women's rights and stuff like that? If you can just get a woman sex robot, then like how is that gonna negative implications for that? I'd say in that regard, but at the same time, I still think there's a I think there's a lot of lonely men out there who could really benefit from having an artificial like a a robot partner. Jumping off that, Marlon, I was thinking of like ethics and like maybe these people have a robot and then they start mistreating it and it's like a woman robot and then they think like they can just mistreat women. Yeah, that's 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 kind of what you're trying to say. Yeah, I mean if you're... And then they don't know like a healthy relationship. If like the robot wife is an object then how are they going to... That they they use for sexual They'll activities objectify they, women yeah how is that going to play out uh non-healthy relationships that's yeah. what it sounds like or non like yeah like just weird just i don't even know i can't even imagine no you're definitely right i mean literally if it's an object then it leads to the objectification of women which is what we're know, trying to get away from yeah terrible right so but i mean you you also have to wonder like some of these people that have these robots like will most of them even be interacting with you know, real women in a romantic capacity at that point, you know? So will it be a problem? Like, to use pornography as an example, you know, they said that, like, pornography would make people into sex fiends. It turns out that people that watch the most pornography have the least sex. It actually has the opposite effect. And when they do try to be intimate with someone, they often can't perform properly because they're so used to a fantasy world, right? Whereas, like, real sex is not like pornography at all. Um, Did any of that make sense? No, yeah, I think it makes sense. They came out with that movie a couple years ago was it called like her or something and the guy oh, yeah. falls in love with uh like kind of like a siri yeah, yeah. it was an ai something or other yeah, yeah. was that her or was that she no, it was her. that was i think her. it was her yeah there's no movie called she oh <laughs> there might be <laughs> well there was that one and then there, there was the other one though where the guy falls in love with the robot on like the elon musk style uh branch uh, yeah. with uh you know what i'm talking about right with oscar isaac he's he plays like the kind of Steve Jobs-esque. Yeah, yeah. Steve Jobs, Elon Musk-esque kind of personality. That was was an interesting movie. What was that? Does it have a title? 
Uh, Ex Machina? Oh, yeah. Ex Machina, Ex Machina. I try to stay away from movies that involve robots like that. Honestly, both of those were really (laughs) good. The fear is real. (laughs) Did you you see Ex Machina there, Anders? No, I I just stick to, like, sci-fi and, like, rom-coms. That is sci-fi. It is sci-fi. Yeah, Yeah, I think you'd enjoy it. No. I was just bringing it up because I know there was a movie, and I thought, like, you guys would probably, like, know more about it. It's pretty good. Joaquin Phoenix has a mustache. Oh, my God. Joaquin Phoenix is so good looking. (laughs) He's a great actor. So if you could get a Joaquin Phoenix sex robot. (laughs) Is that ethical? He's a good actor. Well, that's impersonating someone, so yes. Of course. Oh, my God. I love that movie. He's so... In that. He's great. Yeah. Have you seen The Master? No. Same director. Really good, but Scientology. We're going to get off topic. So, no, but yeah, I mean, that is that is interesting, Sam. I mean, we kind of gave our opinions. Like, do you really think it's going to have, from a women's woman's perspective, you know, do you really see a lot of the negatives coming out of that? Or Yes. <laughs> I mean, I was watching the video and just seeing how they were treating this thing. Mm-hmm. It was just... I don't know. It was weird. It's really, it's it's creepy and unnatural to me. I just know where we're heading. We're going to see a lot more of that. And yeah. I just don't think it's the right attitude. But I mean, that, the thing being, if we're going to see more of that, should we say it's creepy and we don't want to see it? Or should we be encouraging, you know, behavior guidelines? Like saying, okay, if you want to have sex robots, that's fine. But people that have them should follow these certain behaviors. Like, do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, like doing education for people. What, saying, is, the, you know, what is the sex robot going to do? Be like, oh, my God, he hit me. Or all he wants to do is have sex with me. Like, I'm, I, there's, I've, it's kind of hard <laughs> to regulate at that point. So be like, don't do this. Well, I mean, how are you ever going to know if this is going to happen? I well, feel like it's just going to encourage, point. like, terrible behaviors towards... Do you want, like, regulations on sex robots? No, I Like, mean... laws? <laughs> well, that's, yeah. like, that's They what can it... come into your house and check on your sex robots? I don't, like, like, I don't know. I, I just don't know how that would work. Robot rights will be a thing. Mark my words. I might be, like... This is the day. Marlon is calling point. it. Marlon is calling it. I'm calling it. Like, Remember I'll... this day, folks. I'll be old, but robot rights will be a thing when they get that advanced. I, I, I can see where you're coming from. I, I mean, I think the thing with robot rights is... Yeah, there's, there's two sides to it. And one is the AI, like when a robot achieves sentience. But the other is kind of what like Sam's talking about too, which is that if we make these robots that like seem very human, should we treat them more human, not so much for them as for us? Like does it dehumanize us to create these avatars of ourselves and then treat them in an inhumane way? Yeah, no, that's a, re- that's a really good point. And I think if you got to that point, if you had started creating really human robots it's kind of just like ethical slavery well and that's you know i mean that's these sex robots are the ones that look the most like us i mean i've seen yeah (laughs) i've seen some of them right i mean there's even porn stars that are marketing ones that look like specific porn stars yeah they they actually go in and model themselves off of yeah off their bodies which is really but also the fact that it has a family (sighs) mode is also one of the parts that i'm uh that is not okay with like how are if it's introduced into children like this like what are they going to be thinking like hey daddy has a sex robot hey that just makes me angry it'd be like mommy number two terrible (laughs) that person should not have children see that's the whole thing if she had never gotten married and just had sex robots we never would have had to deal with that man having children. What were you saying, Sam? <laughs> yeah, but then what is it going to do for, like, have our population in the future? Like, are people going to still want to have kids, or are they just going to have sex with a robot? There will definitely be people that still want to have kids. Well, I, I don't know. And there's not one problem on this earth today that wouldn't be easier to solve if the population was smaller. David Attenborough said that. Uh, Good He's quote. very, very smart. Very smart man. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> it's not mine. It's David Attenborough's. But I also have another point, though. What? Um, so I did read that these things could possibly be hacked in the future and they could possibly kill you. The sex robot yes. could possibly kill you. Yeah. There's like so a, the lot violence of, a lot of... So the violence over into the sex. Well, I mean, if it does get hacked, this is other people doing it, but right. still like... Hmm. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I don't think I'd want one in my home, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like that's, it's just weird. I mean, obviously they're like computers, so you can just like, they can just hack into yeah, like sure. their hardware, the system. You're probably going to have it on like an app. That'd be like maybe eventually operated on your phone or on your laptop. Okay, well, I don't know the logistics about it, yeah. but <laughs> no, like, I know. Like, I'm hacking just... into one right now. <laughs> That's why I haven't been talking very much. So that... <laughs> I'm just trying to get on Dears, that. So... You're always hacking people's sex robots. Yeah. Crazy guy. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like in the future, like yeah. to totally see it technology going that way. And that's just my projections, like Marlin over there. Mm-hmm. Robot rights. Robot rights. Robot rights will be a thing. Robot rights. What about sex robot rights? Uh, yeah, of course. All sex robots lives all, matter. Yeah, all robots matter. I mean, the the other thing with like 
again with the robot companions like because that that raises an interesting point like uh, marlon and durs and i were watching a video about soft robots which when you're dealing with a lot of these sex robots they have like well they have like metal though like metal endoskeletons and stuff right um with like a fleshy exterior but like when you're dealing with soft robots like a lot of them are actually inflatable and stuff and um, I don't know, you know, like Big Hero, Big Hero 6, is that what it's called? Disney's yeah. movie? That robot's actually based on a real robot that was made by uh, a professor of robotics. So, like, his thought is when we have these robots caring for the elderly, they're going to need to be soft, right? Like, old people are fragile. And soft. Brittle. And brittle, yeah. I don't know <laughs> if I describe them as soft so much as brittle, yeah. But, you know, so you have this this robot, and all of a sudden it malfunctions a little bit. It could grip them a little too hard, you know, bruise them, hurt them badly, right? Whereas if you have a soft robot, you really decrease the risk factor when you're dealing with this, this automated... Uh... Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, if I was, I don't know, if I was leaving the country and have to care for my elderly mother, I wouldn't want some, like, Terminator-looking thing looking at <laughs> Like, uh, the act sex robot or yeah. soft robot? Let's think. Yeah. Um, the governator will look after her. The governator. <laughs> the governator's the best. No, okay, so that's, no that's a good, good, good point, though. You, so you guys you guys have all seen Terminator 2, right? Which or at one? least some of the Terminator movies? I, yeah, Terminator 2. So yeah. My, I, that my gave buddy, me nightmares when I was younger. I feel like that's what stemmed... The yeah, let's uh, get thing. to the job. I watched uh, it when I was like ten. That's uh, and right, then, yeah. so get this though. Okay, so my buddy used Wrong to work movie. for Monsanto, right? Everybody, Monsanto. Boo. I don't know what that means. I don't you know don't what it know is. What Everybody Monsanto. talks about it. And I don't understand. Does anyone really? here know what Monsanto is? A terrible egg Thank business you, company. What is it? Uh, they're what not completely terrible. Yeah, they're not they're, completely they're, terrible. They're, they're a big company. They're a large company that has arguably too much control over the food system, and they sometimes have questionable business practices let's put it that way and then they're at the forefront of like genetic modification and manipulation of plants so they get demonized a lot okay right so there's a lot of activists that are very against monsanto also they were trying to merge with bayer a while ago which would have created the largest uh like agricultural company in the world which is kind of scary anyways so (laughs) so my buddy worked for uh for monsanto and he said he came in one day and they have this drone system that they've been working really really hard on and what it does is it just flies up and monitors your crops right so that you know like where they're growing where they aren't where you might need to fertilize more or less whatever it's it's this really advanced system and these engineers are working on and he comes in and they're like we've come up with the perfect name skynet and he's like for real you guys like you can't call it and they didn't know like they they were such engineering guys they'd never even seen terminator i don't think and they were like what no skynet is the best name and he was like you can't call it skynet (laughs) i'm pretty sure that's what stemmed the whole robot um gonna kill me thing because i remember like i don't know when the first one came out when i watched it and i just remember like a naked person walking in the street. This is a movie, not my real life experience. Um, <laughs> a naked person walking in the street, and is then they go to somebody's festival? house. And then they go to somebody's house and they murder them, and they're a robot, and they like rip their face off. So I feel like that's what started it. You know. All right. Technically, that's the second one. Okay. Well, then whatever. I don't know how old I was. Like twelve. And Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't murder those people in that one. That's T-1000. I don't know. T-1000 murders. Do you think a 12-year-old uh, Sam Connors was like, oh, no, it's a T-1000. Don't worry about it. We're fine. But like, <laughs> Sorry, I've watched that movie way too many times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even like... It's oh, one of the best movies ever made. Ro- robots and uh, have always been portrayed rather, like, rather badly. Look at Hall in 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, Bishop in Alien. Yeah. Some yep. robots are good. Look at Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. Those, those are droids. Those are droids and that's in a galaxy far, far away. This is true. So. What is C3PO? Robots. What is he's he? A is he a robot? Droid. He's a protocol he droid. He looks like an he's idiot. He's a protocol droid. He's like just an idiot. Like a like a big golden idiot. <laughs> he was the comic relief. Yeah, he knows the first more than like films. You know what? Five thousand forms relief? of communication. Jar Jar. I love that guy. Okay, whoa. Uh, whoa, well, whoa, whoa, that, whoa. We'll have to save this for another podcast. We'll have to save that Why? for another podcast. Jar Jar is cool. He's not a robot. I don't care. I'm just saying he's the comic relief. the comic relief, but he's not better by any means. He's just goofy. Yeah, we know. Yeah, he's cool. Maybe we'll have to cover like the Darth, the Darth Jar Jar. Cool. Yeah, and Jar Jar is one of the things that's isn't cool. Isn't Jar Jar going to turn out to be the emperor? Isn't that the that, that's that the Darth a, Jar Jar theory? That is yeah. a theory. My yeah. God, it's a fan theory, but so. So, uh, what is a robot's favorite type of music? Wait, let us guess. Techno. Techno. <laughs> that was for you, not the answer. Okay, <laughs> what is it? Is it the answer? Heavy metal. Oh, uh, but um, 
Um, here's a, oh, here's a good one. Why did the robot go back to robot school? Fried his circuits. I don't know, because another robot Anders, you're just answering or... the question. You're not actually <laughs> finding the joke. <laughs> See, he, got, he got replaced by a better robot. He had to go back to uh, school. Because his skills were getting a little rusty. Oh. 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 These are the biggest dad jokes, but I love them. These are even funny. <laughs> these yeah. are, they're groaners. I love them. Okay, give us another one. <laughs> This one doesn't even make any sense. It's kind of just terrible. Why was the robot <laughs> angry? I don't Kay. know. He had a short circuit. Short fuse. Because someone kept pushing his buttons. Ah, uh, uh, classic. Did you hear about the new uh, New York Times bestseller? Is this a joke or? Robotics. <laughs> this is a joke. <laughs> Have you heard about it? The bestseller robotics? It's a best-selling robotics book. I haven't, it's, I haven't uh, heard about it. Artificial Intelligence, written by the acclaimed writer Android. Uh, it oh, is a joke. It is a joke. God. <laughs> you got bazinga on that one. Yeah. Bazinga. I'm okay. going to go home and forget all of these jokes <laughs> on purpose. Yeah. Okay, so I, I got one more joke for you guys. All right. So, <laughs> How many robots does it take to screw in a light bulb? I think it's three. I don't know. Tell three? us. Is it three? I think it might be like one to like hold the bulb and like two to spin the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? Is that yeah, it? That's oh it. my what? god, what? Sam knew what? it. I think I'm psychic. <laughs> you for sure. Your dad's told this one. This is a yeah, dad that, joke. That, that's, <laughs> an old, that's definitely a robot My robot dad, dad has told this joke. That's what it was. My robot dad. Yeah. Robotic dad. <laughs> I think that about wraps things up. Yeah. Yep. Thank you for listening. Um... This was what the tech. This is what the tech. This yeah. is what the tech. This is Anders signing off. This is Rick <laughs> signing off. Marlon signing off. Okay. Tune in for uh, Wednesday the 21st <laughs> when we have another one of these. Um, and I think next time we're going to be talking about video games. So yes. Stay tuned, everyone. It's going to be lit. It's going to be lit.